Stelly. Hi, I'm Gavin. And this is SpongeBob Squarecast, a SpongeBob SquarePants podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How do you do on this fine day today? I do well. That's nice. It is actually quite a fine day today. It's not raining for the first time in about. I mean, yesterday and and the day before wasn't rainy. They were drizzly. Weren't they drizzly? They were drizzly. And they were cold. Friday wasn't cold. Ugh. Wasn't it? What day was I freezing? Was it Thursday? Was it Wednesday or Thursday? I've got jeans on and it's not October 1 yet. I promised myself I'm not going to wear jeans until October 1. I'm going to wear shorts because it's summer. I wore shorts until... I mean, I'm not wearing shorts today. Right. But I wore shorts at like other things and stuff. Friday was the game day. Oh, that was okay. Where I was in the marching band. And yes, you were. You have your little... Little hat, little flat cap on. And no one else was wearing a hat. No one else was wearing it. No, because (laughs) the marching band, they had hats. They had their fancy fluffy uh, flowery things. I want one of those. That's that's my inspiration to do marching band next year. Are you going to do it next year? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Why not? You get to go into the games free. That's why you want to do it? And it's fun. See, I got the impression that you were done with playing trombone. It's... F- the the instrument part is fine, but the <laughs> people part is even funner. Right, so you're in it for the, for the friends and for the... Yeah. For the chuckles. For the chuckles. I was talking to your mother about this, and she thought that maybe last year, because you were doing it on your own, that was when you kind of lost interest in it a little bit. But doing it as part of the band again... It was fun, mm-hmm. and exciting, and enthralling, and was, exhilarating, and wonderful, and supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I love the marching band. I've always loved the marching band. The marching band... Is grand. We have a superb marching band in this town. And I'm going to be loved even it. better, man. The best part of the parade is always the marching band. And that's and like I, half the reason that people go to the football games. And I hate it why, uh, when, if you're standing at a certain part of the street, you're between songs and they're just marching and they're not playing a tune. It's just, it's always the worst because you want them to be playing the tunes because they're good. And the people with the batons and everything, they're great as well. You're going to be part of that next year. Yeah. Was the band this year welcoming to you guys? Yeah. Were they? Yeah. Because I was standing watching thinking, the marching band hate this. They were actually good sports about it. Apparently, the entire reason for that is so they can get kids to actually do the marching band. Right. Because there's only like 90-something people. And apparently, they want to know you. And they're like, join the marching band next year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Super cool. Yeah. So that was the plan. Because what happened was the marching band did their little uh, three songs or something at halftime. They did three songs and then they did a song with you guys. It was the 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 MSU fight song. Which is our fight song. Is that coincidence or just... We copied them 100%. Or you copied them. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good tune. Obviously. It's a great tune. I can somewhat play... They didn't expect us to know all of it by memory. Right. So I knew like... Maybe 11 notes total in that entire shivalang. You would never have noticed that you weren't playing if you weren't playing it in certain parts. Yeah. Well, Good job. I, you know. Good bit of trombone. In. 
<laughs> there, I think that there were the most trombones, actually. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we're just fun, cool, snazzalicious. This is what I love about uh, Murka. Murka. See this kind of atmosphere you get for the whole town really turns up to watch a, a really poor football team lose. Who, who were they playing? It wasn't like, Charlotte. It was the again, Reds. Was it? The something in red. Whatever. We lose every game. I don't think we've won. So, but still the whole town turns up for it. Yeah. There's hundreds of people No one shows up money. for the football. No. <laughs> And it's a kind of social event, isn't it? Also, you go and you also, get popcorn and you get your drink. and We sang the Spongebob Squarepants tune in the band section because we were just bored. So we sang uh, something from... We sang Phineas, the Phineas and Ferb theme songs, the Spongebob song, uh, I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. Nice. Uh, something from Big Time Rush. Uh, just tons of songs. Because we were bored. Mm-hmm. We we're just like, oh. <laughs> and I lost my voice like halfway through mm-hmm. because of all the screaming and stuff. Good. And my friend Maya broke her instrument. Oh dear. Because she. What does she play? Also trombone. Oh, okay. Messing with the top slide thing. Your, your trombone playing is becoming more Broke and more. it. Broke the top thing. You can't get back in. Right. So. Fun. Yeah, we don't have this sort of thing in the UK. I was telling your mum again when I was in the school soccer team nobody turned up for it because it was in the middle of the school day it was like a lesson you, what, you what it was just it was like two o'clock in the afternoon it was during school third period PE or whatever yeah and there's there's not a stadium it's just a field it was just a field where we would normally play wow and that was it I mean and even for soccer in our wonderful town. We at least have some stands and an announcer guy. I know. And, and it doesn't board. happen There's during no school. school. Now, they might have this now, but when I was a kid and I was growing up... I think we have a scoreboard. I'm not there's sure. a, Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, a, there's a big scoreboard. With the, the time and everything on it. It's dead fancy. I had nothing like that when I was growing up. I don't imagine there's anything like that now. Well, at the Lansing Catholic fields, mm-hmm. they're fancy-ish. They've got a lot of fields there. And it's like, ooh. That place that we went to uh, the other week? I went, it was, there was one time we did go there during the tournament, but it was with Mama. Right, that place that we went last Sunday. was Hope. Hope. In Lansing. Soccer complex is amazing. They have vendors there. They've got vendors there. And and they've got a little bar and grill there as well. It's a great setup. No, we played to, to nobody and their dog, and that was it. Wow. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Season 3, Episode 4, Part A, Nasty Patty. With a nasty... Would you like some fun patty. facts about this episode, Steli? I would love some fun facts about this episode. Guess when this first aired. Now, when when did the last one first air? Sometime in 2001. Uh-huh. Guess when this one did. Sometime in 2001. March 1st, 2002. So we're to believe that between episode three and episode four, one second, six months passed by. It's air date October fifth, two thousand one. March one, two thousand two, from episode three, episode four. This is 
Anyway. So it was like written, five months past. Right. It was written by Paul Tibbet, Kaz. Kaz? And K-A-Z? Yep. We've spoken about her before. In this episode, the Krusty Krab has a green neon sign in the rain as opposed to its normal red colour. I noticed that as well. I'm starting to notice these things now. The ingredients to the nasty party. Do you list this in your notes? No. <laughs> yeah, sure, why would you do that? Why would I? Uh, the original Krabby Party. Uh, volcano sauce. Seahorse radish. Toenail clippings from Mr Krab's office. Spongebob <laughs> drops in the toilet. And Mr. Krabs dries it with his gym socks and some other revolting things. And it ended up looking like the worst <laughs> abomination. Had, had things growing out of it. This is the first episode where the title card has its own shadow. And it's the first episode to be written by Kaz. But we've mentioned Kaz before. It must have been in the Patreon episode. When Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob laugh and scream about killing the health inspector, the stove is sitting to the right of the order window. Normally it is centred. Underneath the order window. Wow. So aren't we all feeling a little bit sillier because of that? Are you ready, Steli? <clears throat> aye, aye, Gavin. <laughs> we open, open on. on. It's a stormy night. This is my favourite we open on, by the way. Above the thingamabob. It's raining. You can see the island with the palm tree. And we have our French narrator. We do. And he's like, it's a stormy night. You know, this reminds me mm-hmm. of a time. When Spongebob and Mr. Krabs killed a health inspector. It was a bright and sunny morning. And it's <laughs> The like, opposite of a dark and stormy night. That's what so, is the connection? That's so good. That, well, that's a comedy. That's why it's funny. Wow. I'm laughing. <laughs> I was so laughing. I, you see my face... I can confirm that you're laughing. Yes. On the inside. Okay, so there's a health inspector mm-hmm. who rolls up. By the way, we're going to ignore the fact that Mr. Krabs was bathing in money. Yes. Naked. <laughs> As the day he was born. This is the sound of us ignoring that. Okay. <clears throat> so, this guy the health walks inspector. in. Take some notes. And Mr. Gav is like... Mr. Gav, that's me. Mr. Krabs. That's the crab. <laughs> You're in Spongebob, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Spongebob is told to go over there, ask him what he wants, sweet talk the guy. Sweet talk the guy. What can I get you, handsome? <laughs> it must have worked. <laughs> it does. There's another great line before that where Spongebob says how much he enjoys working there and uh, Mr. Crab says, you haven't really got any brains, have you, son? He doesn't. Just lovely. Yeah. So he's like, give me everything on the menu. Yep. And I'm going to say, everything that they put out there, I did not know existed until now. Not on the menu. So he's eating. Mm Mm-hmm. All this stuff. And then there's a breaking news. That a health inspector, a man posing as a health inspector, is going around and getting free food. So Spongebob and Mr. Krabs are like, well, that's obviously who this guy is. Because there's no way 
that a health inspector would go to our restaurant at the mm-hmm. exact same time and order everything for free? Right. No way. <laughs> so Mr. Krabs says, we'll just see about that. So they make the most disgraceful, disgusting Krabby Patty. It's kind of looks seen. like it's made with fungus. It's kind of grey yeah. and green. Because to finish it off, he just wants the, the, a regular Krabby Patty. That's what he, the last thing that he wants to try before he's finished. So this is what they serve up. That Spongebob decides to call the Nasty Patty. Which is a beautiful name. Yep. And I feel like he should name the Eiffel Tower. Like the Nasty Tower? The Nasty, the nasty Tower. Well, we'll write to France. Hey, French guys. Are you from France? Am I from France? Bonjour. 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 Comment ça va? I don't know any Francais. Où est la plume de ma tante? La plume de ma tante est près de la chaise de ma tante. As well, you know. No. Uh, So, they give him the horrendous food. Mm -hmm. And they go and hide. A fly. Goes into this guy's mouth. Yeah, the health inspector's about to take a bite when the fly, underwater, flies into his mouth. Stop mm. judging. I know, I know, I know. It's a child, children cartoon. Mm-hmm. We're expected to see these things. So the health inspector... Chokes and dies. So it seems. And they're laughing. Because mm-hmm. they're like, this guy's a fraud. And he's not really choking. It's fake. Turns out, the fake health inspector, he's been caught. Yeah, there's another news report. He's just a... You can tell this guy's not a health inspector. Yeah, there's a composite photograph of him and he looks like a thug. Yes. Which, sure. So the guy says, if if you're serving a health inspector and he doesn't look like this guy, it's the real deal. Which is beautiful Oop. placement. Right. Oops. Well, oopsie daisy. So they go out and they take the body and bury him far, far away in this random patch of sand mm-hmm. in these weird looking sand dunes. Guy's gone. He's actually not dead. No. He's like, He's just been- where am I? Ah. And they hit him on the head with a shovel or something. He's just, he's dead. Isn't it something lands in him and knocks him back out again? Something knocks him out. It might have been the shovel. I can't remember. I watched it 15 minutes ago. So something knocks this guy out. And they bury him. Mm -hmm. In a shallow grave. This is quite disturbing. And then his head is peeking out. So they rebury him. With sand. So this guy, you're like, well, if he is alive, he's not going to live very much longer. He's covered in sand, buried mm-hmm. alive. Yep. Then it starts raining. Mm-hmm. Guy's fine. Police show up. That's when the cops show up, right? They're like, hey, you are under arrest. SpongeBob is this close to just <laughs> chickening out here. Mm, he's got to confess. And then they're like, you're under arrest for not being at the Krusty Krab to serve us a Krabby Patty. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. <laughs> 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 Why don't you jump in the back and throw your dirty shovel into the trunk, <laughs> says the cops. Not suspicious at all. Right. So, yeah. Um, so they go and they're going to put their muddy shovel in the trunk. Mm-hmm. The guy slides all the way down the sand dune because right. of the rain. Right. Hits SpongeBob's like foot. There, he's right there. Now the intelligent thing to do in this scenario is to leave the guy there because <laughs> the police are about to pull away anyway. Mm-hmm. So long as they don't check their mirror. True. But Mr. that's not what they do. Crabs is like put the guy in the trunk, which <laughs> is the, the dumbest idea I have ever heard in yeah. my life. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Leave leave the guy there. Leave him there. Well, certainly don't put him in the cop car. That's the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. But that's what they do. They do that. And you'd think that the police would realize the something's up. The police aren't up. great, let's face it. No. No one in this town is intelligent in the slightest. If I sent them to Harvard, they would not go to Harvard. Cause Legally Blonde would have been a different movie had it been... Acted by fish. Yes. Definitely. So they drive back to the restaurant. They do. And SpongeBob is going to put the body in the freezer. Right. Again, kind of creepy. Through the back. Mm -hmm. Back doors locked. He goes through the front and he puts this dead body, supposed dead body, Uh in his hat. (laughs) Yes, Yes, it does. And walks right through. And you think the police would be like... Huh, something is a little fishy. Ho oh, ho, fishy? I think so. You can waggle those eyebrows, yep. <clears throat> he just walks right on by, yep. and they're like, ooh, something's funny about this guy. And Mr. Krabs like, yeah, cracks jokes all the time. Goes and puts him in the freezer, and then the police get a report two people have buried a body at the exact place they just were is, picking up these two people very fishy with a muddy shovel on the hill on shallow grave road would they not expect <laughs> That's just anything so good. right these policemen are stupid Sure. If you called Sherlock Holmes, they no Sherlock Fish Holmes would be able to crack this one. One okay. of the cops is Mr. Lawrence. Wow. Mr. Lawrence plays everything. Mm-hmm. Does a good job here. Yes, he does. So, the lady, the lady fish getting her soda, mm-hmm. wants ice in her drink. And goes to the back to get her own ice for some reason, Mm -hmm. even though, you know what, it's fine. So she goes to the back to open up the freezer and get herself some ice, which that's usually not how freezers work. Mm -hmm. They're not like, ooh, freezer. But okay. She goes to the back to get the freezer. Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob are pleading guilty. Which I'm, I'm glad about. I'm glad that after killing somebody and trying to dispose of the body, 
they're finally deciding to come clean. This is the right thing to do. If you've killed somebody and tried to dispose of the body. She opens the freezer. She opens the freezer and nothing is there. Not even ice is there. It's just a little puddle. They think that it was all a funny joke. And they're like, ooh. I guess the zombie got up and walked out. And then you see this guy looking like a zombie Mm -hmm. walks through, turns on the light. They hit him on the head with an anchor. (laughs) Don't know where they got it from. Because they think he's a zombie. Yes. He's on the floor. Other cop hits him on the head with a barrel. Yep, just to be sure. And then they're like, hey, this ain't a zombie. It's just an ordinary health inspector. Mm -hmm. He's good. Gives the crusty crab a pass. Somehow. I don't think he knew that they were knocking him out, though. No. Because, like, he was unconscious. But he never ate that final party, the one that was that they thought had killed him. But he didn't want to get hit in the head again. Right. Just Let's just pass it and move on. Which is the smartest option, really. Mm-hmm. And the French narrator says... They're all idiots, are, are idiots, aren't they? Right. And that's the end of the episode. Yep. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this one, Steli? Pretty grand episode. I really enjoyed this one. This one was funny all the way through. Although it had a kind of bit of a darker theme where they've killed a health inspector. It all worked out well in the end. But yeah, right from the start, from the the dark and stormy night to the bright and sunny morning, I loved that. I loved the I loved the SpongeBob (laughs) trying to sweet talk the health inspector at the start. Yeah, that was great. What kind of rating would you give this one then? An 8.3 out of 10. 8.3? We're doing 0.3s now? No. (laughs) An 8.5. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 9. This is my favourite this season so far, I think. That was good stuff. Right, let me do the social media button. Then we can get over here. If you want to drop us a line, we're spongebobsquarecast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at sbsquarecast. And we're on Instagram as well at uh, spongebobsquarecast. We have a Patreon where for two bucks a month you can get bonus monthly content. We'll be recording that this week for the month of September. And that is patreon.com slash Spongebob Squarecast. Two bucks helps put Steli through college. Let's hope so. Because I'm broke. Okay, ready? I'd like to be (laughs) under the sea. In an octopus's garden in the shade. Ringo, he'd let us in. Knows where we've been in his octopus's garden in the shade. We'll be back next week with more SpongeBob's My friends, to come and see an octopus's garden with me. I'd like to be. 